welcome to the FPC Blanchard Podcast. We appreciate you tuning in today. We also thank you for any comments, likes, suggestions that you may leave on this site. Also, feel free to share this with any of your friends or church members so that they can keep up with our events too. Here we go. All right, welcome back. Uh, This is Joe Prater. Today we're with Brother Andrew. Uh, He's wanting to go over and start some things that we talked about on Sunday night, talking about three circles, just kind of give a brief overview for those so you can kind of catch this while you're driving or working. Um, we plan on this being at least two sessions, I believe. Uh, there may be more coming to it. And then also uh, anything we talk about today will be on the website, fbcblanchard.com. Go to the podcast page and we'll try to have a PDF copy of, of everything. So if you want to go back and look at it or follow along with it in the future, print it off. It'll be all there for you, along with the lifeline and a lot of other things. So it's just a good thing to check out. So Brother Andrew, how are you? I'm good, good. Uh, Joe, thanks for taking the opportunity to do this today. You know, Sunday night I had the opportunity and the privilege to be able to share with our whole church, everyone that could come and participate in our Sunday night service, what's called the three circles. And the three circles is really um, a way for us to tell the gospel story. It's just a simple plan that was put together several years back by Pastor Jimmy Scroggin. Pastor Jimmy um, was in Florida when he actually scripted and wrote the three-circle plan or program, if you will. He had moved there from another area, um, from an area that had a little bit more maybe access to church, access to the gospel, had a little bit more maybe a religious connection in the community, if you will. But uh, when, when Jimmy Scoggins moved into that area in Florida, he began to recognize that there were a lot of people who were just going through a lot of stuff, just a lot of broken down places in their lives. So he wrote this um, through much prayer and just, you know, time just kind of wrestling with how can you share the good news, which, by the way, the gospel just literally means the good news, with people who were um, FFG or what he called far from God. Now, I'm not going to really try to get into defining what's far from God, and I don't want to really set the stage or judge anyone or offend anyone or whatever, but we can all be at places in our lives where we feel far from God or where we are far from God. So um, so if you you pick up this three circles live conversation, or if you get into it and you see FFG, that just simply means far from God. Um, And like I said, I'm not going to try to define that, but just know that that's what it is. But then also, too, just wrap your mind around the fact that good news is the gospel. The greatest news ever is the gospel of Jesus Christ. And one of the things that we want to do when we share that good news or share the gospel is to focus on sharing the whole gospel. You know, a lot of folks, maybe, for instance, come to God in a crisis in their lives. I can't tell you the number of times that I have been with children in the years that I was doing children's ministry and they would say, Brother Andrew, would you pray for me? And they would want to get saved. And I would say, well, well what, what's different about today than yesterday or last Sunday? Or, you know, why, why is it that you, that you want to get saved? And, and Joe, it's so unfortunate. And you, it, it would break your heart to know how many times that I was counseling with a child and I quickly realized they weren't ready to accept Christ. They weren't at a stage where God was wooing and drawing them to themselves. But what they wanted was they wanted to help their parents get out of a bad situation. Right. And they wanted to get saved because they thought if they got saved, their parents would stay together and not divorce or separate. They thought if they got saved that their family unit would be united and together. Or I've also, I've also had times that kids have come and they wanted to get saved, maybe on a Sunday morning or a Wednesday night. And then I remembered very quickly, the Holy Spirit reminded me it was report card week. And I just began to ask them simple yeah. questions like, um, 
You know, so, so as we roll into this, I just want to remind everybody that the gospel simply means the good news, but it's not just good news to get us out of a circumstance. It's the good news to change our lives, to right. transition. So whenever we we're, whenever we're presenting this, and of course it's presented to us so we understand it and, and we may uh, seek the gospel further, but whenever this is being used as a tool, because once you said Sunday night, if... It's a tool in the toolbox. It's a way to get those people that may not know how to share to share. That's right. This is the first first thing is is making sure that we understand that hey, the gospel is there not to just get you out of a bind at that particular time. That's right. And, and present this as anyone would understand it. Then, so we want to share the whole gospel, not just that God is love. Right. But we want to share, share the fact that God came to seek and to save that which was lost, that God came for the full restoration of our lives. You know, one of the great verses that's a part of this um, program process, if you will, is from 1 Corinthians 15, and it says that Christ died for our sins according to the Scriptures, that He was buried, that He was raised on the third day according to the Scriptures. You know, sometimes we think about Jesus dying on the cross, but we forget that He had power over death and hell and the grave, and He rescues us from sin. I love that word rescue because of what it means that he rescued. He picked us up when no one else could, when nothing else could, and he rescues us. So, so again, Jimmy Scroggins kind of developed this to, to help people understand that there is good news, not just to help them get out of a bind or get out of their situation, but to change who they are, to change their lives. And in fact, I'll go ahead and just tell you that... Um, this is available as an app on your Android or iPhone. You can go to sendnetwork.com and pick this up um, by sendnetwork.com slash three circles, and you can pick it up. Or you can even just go to um, to your um, iPhone and, and just search Life on Mission by North American Mission Board or NAM, and you'll find this same resource. I'm actually going to use a track that is put together by NAM. It's just kind of a little square, three by three, four by four inch um, little booklet that I'm actually going to use to kind of share some of that with you today, just to kind of keep it simple and make it make it streamlined. But as we walk through this, I want to take just a few minutes not to spend the whole picture that I gave Sunday night, but just to give people a picture of what three circles is. So when we begin by thinking about the three circles. There are three circles are this. One, that God has a design for all of creation. That two, we live in a broken world. And that three, the gospel is the answer for that brokenness. So that's kind of just the simplistic version so that you'll know if you see the three circles, if you pull it up on an app, if you, if you Google it, if you look for it, if you pull up a YouTube video and watch it, that's what you're going to be seeing. That God's design was a perfect design for the entire world that brokenness came into that perfect design that God had created, but God himself has established the gospel, the good news, as the way to rescue us from that broken place and part of our, part of our lives. So saying that, let me just uh, take just a moment and let me get into some of the content of what it means to actually um, know the three circles, present the three circles, or to look at that as a way for sharing the gospel, the good news of Christ with other people. Well, obviously, we live in a broken world surrounded by broken lives, broken relationships, even broken systems. You know, it doesn't take a rocket scientist to explain what, what broken is. But a lot of times we don't like to think of ourselves as broken. We like to think of, well, you know, I broke my lamp or I broke my arm or, you know, I broke something that belonged to somebody else and now I've got to replace it even. Or I broke something and I got in a lot of trouble. But our lives are broken without Christ. And brokenness leads us to um, 
a place where we need some kind of healing. Um, Sunday night, and I won't get into this right now, but Sunday night I explained that one of the reasons that in the presentation of the three circles that Jimmy Scroggin draws a lot of little squiggly lines off the word brokenness is there's also this sense of pride. We don't like to admit that we're broken people. You know, when we fail, we don't like to admit that we failed. Now, I do know people in my own life who every time they fail, you know, they broadcast it all over Facebook, you know, and what have you. But in the reality of our own individual lives and existence, we don't like to admit failure. We don't like to live in failure. We don't like to accept failure. And it's a lot easier in our lives, Joe, to look at other people and to think, oh, well, they've messed up, but I haven't. Right. But the truth and reality is we all not only live in a broken world, we all have broken lives. Well, and you know, a lot of people, uh, especially people I work with and even people in the church, they broadcast their failure because they're searching for the fix of that That's failure. Right. They're, they're wanting someone to to conversate with them and to talk to them about, hey, I know you failed, but this is this. And so I, I think that we as a as a generation or as a, a race of people, we, we know that we're broken. And most of us that don't have a way to cope or whatever we're seeking or they are seeking or whoever, we all seek how do we deal with that brokenness. And, and that's, man, that just sets up, that's your target audience, I guess. Exactly, exactly. So the other word that, that, that we want to just throw into that whole mix is just the word S-I-N, sin. And a lot of times we forget to think about the fact that it's sin that gets us into a lot of the trouble that, that we have. It's sin that gets us into our own trouble. It's sometimes other people's sin that gets us, you know, that we get caught up in and all the different things. And that's why in this presentation of three circles that we quickly draw a line from God's perfect design to brokenness and then write the word sin above that because sin is something that every single one of us will experience and participate in. The Bible says um, in the book of Romans, as Paul writes to us, that all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God. The, the best way to understand that fall short is we miss the mark. We, we don't live up to that expectation. And even if we've only sinned once in our life, we've missed God's perfect mark. So when you, when you think about that God created a perfect world where Adam and Eve resided and where they lived, but then we think about that Adam and Eve sin, a lot of times we like to think, well, that was them. We also have to remember that that's us too that when we write that word sin or we see that word sin, that's not everybody else out there. That's me, myself, and I. And I have sinned. I have fallen short of the glory of God. I have missed the mark. And whenever I confess that, when I admit that, that's a, a way that I'm overcoming that pride in my life to recognize that sin can destroy God's perfect design. So, so therefore, we have this, this level of brokenness, whatever it is, the Bible says that a lot of things are broken in our lives. We have broken marriages, broken parenting. We get broken in our lives because of the decisions, the choices that we make, and we move away from God's perfect design. But I want you to think about this. Whether it's a relationship issue or a drug and alcohol issue or a financial issue, whatever it is that causes that brokenness, the answer for all of life's brokenness is simply found in Jesus Christ. So the third circle that we talk about is the gospel. And the reason that the gospel, that good news circle, is so important is that it's important when we share the whole gospel, when we share the whole message of God, that we transition from just talking about, well, yeah, things are bad and we have sin and we have brokenness and, and the world's going to hell in a handbasket or whatever it is that's on our mind or heart at the, at the moment, that Jesus is the good news, that Jesus 
He is the way, He is the truth, and He is the life. And the Bible says that no one comes to the Father except through Christ. So now when you think of Jesus dying on the cross, God did a miracle. He took the sins of the entire world and He put them on Jesus. But then Jesus didn't stay dead, did He? Remember what happened. Why do we celebrate Easter? Right, because of resurrection. Because He rose again, because Jesus rose again. So when you think about Jesus dying on the cross and the miracle of the fact that He gave His life on the cross and that He died that painful death and that crucifixion for you and I, there's even greater good news than that, and that's He didn't stay dead. He rose again. He defeated death, hell, and the grave. And when He did that, He forgave our sins, and He heals the broken places in our lives. I want you to listen to that statement again. He heals the broken places in our lives. But the only way that He can do that is if we repent. So when we present the three circles and we explain that God created this design that he had created of perfect, this perfect world that then was broken, that God is the one still working and he's going to be the one that restores that. But it's through our repentance, through our confession, through us recognizing that brokenness in our lives and us being willing to turn from that and to turn to God. So it's important that we not leave out that, that as well. And then the last part of that really is that when we experience the gospel, when we experience the good news, that it is the good news of Christ. It's not just good news, I got a raise. It's not just good news, I got a new car. It's not just good news, I got a new truck because somebody else got a new truck. Mm -hmm. You know, or, um, or anything like that, anything external in our lives. What we, we have to remember is when we're talking about the gospel, when we're talking about the full gospel, the gospel of Jesus Christ is that we have a hope for now, but we have a home in eternity, in heaven with God for our entire future. And that's the beauty of all of it. All right. And uh, that, I guess, wraps up the first session, the, the overview of three circles. Um, as we move into the next one, just keep tuning in. We're going to keep continually updating uh, until we get all the way through this. We're not sure how many sessions it'll be. But uh, they should be like this. And, and keep in mind, the goal is for you to be able to share this, share this with other members, share this with other people. And, and we hope that these, these shorter sessions kind of break it down, allow you to come up with those, those questions so we can get those answers to it. Uh, you're welcome to, to uh, email Brother Andrew. It's andrew at fbcblanchard.com. And he'll be able to answer any of those questions for you. Contact the church office. Uh, once again, these should all be on the website, uh, fbcblanchard.com, and then go to the podcast, under go to media, go under podcast, and we'll have a link or at least a PDF copy of those things in there that you can go through, look at, and then always go and uh, download the app, go to the app store. You can probably search for uh, the Life on Mission, North American Mission Board, or NAMB, and then sendnetwork.com uh, slash three circles the number three circles. So, uh, all right, thanks for tuning in. Hopefully you had a nice drive or whatever you were doing. Hopefully keep these short so that you can uh, kind of digest the material at that time. Join us next week for the uh, next session. And thank you for joining us on the First Baptist Church Blanchard podcast today. Uh, please follow us, like us, so you can be notified when the new episodes come out. If you have any comments or suggestions, leave those below. Also, if there's any way we could pray for you, please contact us. Let us know, 318-929-2346. Or also, you can catch us at www.fbcblanchard.com. Go to the contact page. You'll find all the info you need. Thank you again. 
We're praying for you. You have a blessed day.